0: 7654321. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this, you crazy mother.
1: Welcome to this week's edition of Skip the Tutorial, number one video game podcast on Mars. I'm one of your hosts this week, Brian John, 117 Daniels. And joining me across the universe on Skype is none other than Todd Jeff Bezos-Fortner. What's going on, Mr. Bezos? So lovely for you to join us today.
0: I'm rolling car, not stolen. Probably never will be. It's much too old and smoke and feeling fine. And my leg like feels 79. Ah, oh. nah, man, I'm doing all right, man. <laughs> I got my car back. Good. It's great to... uh. It's great to be alive and well and, and, and checking in again, my friend. It's been an interesting, you know what I'm saying? Entrance 100%. into the year of 2022. 20. It's been great.
1: 22. We are in the year of our Lord, 2022. The year of the COVID expansion. <laughs> it's, it's, I don't know. Maybe they'll call it that. Uh, I think this is the the, the, the the COVID with the chili sauce this year. Like, it's going to be a little spicy, but it ain't going to be bad. Uh,
0: <laughs> I don't know. Am I am, am I an anti-vaxxer because I don't want to say my status on my non-vaccination, Kyrie Irving? I don't know. I don't, I don't, Does that make me an anti-vaxxer? Your I, don't opinion is so. your friend, I don't think so. I
1: don't think so. really knowing me. Yeah, knowing you. No, I don't think so. I think you're just a reasonable human being who says... You know, the government doesn't need to know everything, which is kind of how I feel. It's just like, I get real uncomfortable. Like, I never fill out those uh, uh, census things when they come. Like, I do occasionally. Like, they did one in 2020, I think, and I, I did it. And it was just like, I gave very little information. Most of the questions I was like, refused to answer, refuse to answer, refuse to answer. You can know two people live here refuse to answer because don't act don't pretend like you don't already know
0: the industry i work in trust me y'all already know <laughs> y'all got plenty yeah, I of mean, that's the thing and, see, and that's the thing man And in, in the way the world's going man i'm a, I'm, they're, they're gonna they're gonna have to put the microchip in me bro at some point i'm not gonna fight it <laughs> <laughs> i don't really think it's a microchip no Literally. no no obviously it's just nanobots reading your mind <laughs> I just got
1: finished reading a series of books where there's these little drones that bring people back from the dead. Um, and the way they do it is with nanobots and they rebuild them and they're all connected to a hive mind once they're rebuilt. So that's all I'm saying. Jeff Bezos and Bill Gates are sitting in their secret lair on Skullcrusher Crusher Mountain working on something. That's all, that's all I'm saying. That's, that's the reality. I think billionaires have like a secret club where they all meet together to discuss billionaire problems? They
0: have to. They right? have to and sit at like a round table like the Justice League and, and do weird shit right? with kids and like <laughs> owl fucking figurines. <laughs> figurines. <laughs>
1: like, like Bill Gates shows up with his newest Batman action figure. And they're just like, Bill Gates, stop bringing the uh, Batman action figures. We don't care. Like, we're now, nobody's going to play with you. That was the one thing about 2022 that's so bizarre to me is, like, Bill Gates is suddenly, like, all these people are just, like, talking about how good of a guy he is. I was like, does nobody remember the reason we have antitrust laws in the United States is because of Microsoft? Like... <laughs> They were okay, a horrible man, I company. Love, I
0: love, look, I love Xbox Game Pass. I'm glad that Bethesda is with Microsoft. So there's that. But <laughs> I did watch a recent little video that was very interesting about the Gayle Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein story. How Bill Gates got caught up with that. Yeah. And when they asked him about it, and they asked him, they they to paraphrase, they asked him about what he thought about Jeffrey Epstein. And one of the first things he said was, well, he was like, "Well, he's dead." Yeah. and i died inside a little bit because it was hilarious like you could just go on tv that's the first thing you say about somebody that's <laughs> accusing dead. you of child sex yeah he's dead i was like all right
1: i mean that's fair i mean it's true it's it's 100 percent true he is dead but anyway that's not what we're here to talk about we're here to talk about video games and thick jill if this is your first time joining us we are skip the tutorial we're a video game show. We get together. We talk about the games we've been playing, the news, and a round table. This week, sometimes we do a top seven. We haven't done one of those in a minute. We may have to do that next week. But this week, we're talking about the most anticipated games of 2022. Our most anticipated. Not yours. Not the industry's. Our most anticipated. So if your games that you're anticipating don't show up on here, let us know what they are. Skip the Tutorial Podcast at gmail.com. STT underscore pod. Facebook.com backslash skip the tutorial pod instagram.com backslash get the tutorial pod let's do this all right todd it's a saturday it's a beautiful saturday morning it's 27 degrees outside
0: and it was 86 yesterday (laughs) it was great (laughs) have you seen the movie don't look up but uh yeah and it's martin luther king's birthday's weekend so we got an extra day for some of us for some of us for some of us um but yeah man it is it's beautiful man um we'll probably let that don't look up reference might have to come up again
1: Did, i need to see it movie? no i haven't seen it yet oh, I'm, I'm, i've been catching up on all my horror movies from
0: 2021 yeah i forgot we we got to. I should have brought that shit up before we recorded but no, uh, no, it's okay. to finish it i do want to let it to be known i kind of want 57 fucking shots at this point just so i could feel comfortable going to see spider-man without you know a mask, I guess. I don't know. But then it's just like, Spider-Man wears a mask. Why can't I just do the same and be a hero my damn self? A what responsible I, hero.
1: And what I don't understand either is like the back and forth. My favorite part. My favorite part of 2022 so far is just like the CDC is completely given up. They're just like, we're just not. We just don't care anymore. We're just, you know what? If you test positive after five days, even if you're still positive, still go to work. It's fine. You're okay. We just, we're done. We're done. You mean you took Tylenol and ibuprofen instead of the vaccine? Okay, that's fine. <laughs> like,
0: we don't care. You're gonna die. You, but, and it's true. You know, it's true. I've seen it play out. I've seen it play out. I've seen Literally seen the examples of people being vaccinated and not get it at all. And somebody in the same house get it. But I've also seen the example of people get vaccinated. They get the, the flu Rona shot. And then the next day they're like, damn, I got the army just from being irresponsible. <laughs> yes. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, it's just, you know,
1: and another breaking news that I think a lot of people miss. Cause everybody's talking about COVID or politics is scientists finally figured out what causes multiple sclerosis. <laughs> they're like wow it's not permethazine. that because that's what happened to my cousin (laughs) no it's epstein-barr epstein-barr virus causes it they're just like if you get it as a child your risk of getting ms as an adult goes up by like 90 percent like it's ridiculous they're like
0: that's what causes it
1: is epstein-barr jeffrey epstein doing doing
0: it again hold on man we haven't been recording it at all and um, I, I want to stop anybody that's made it to this point. Thank you for listening. Yes, um, thank truly you. appreciate it because it's somebody that's new that's listening that has no idea. They were like, I'm gonna "Have a good little Sunday." It's I'm video game video show, days. and the first thing that comes out of my like, what do you believe about vaccinations, <laughs> motherfucker? Welcome to the circus, y'all. Yeah, this is the escape that you were looking for, wasn't it? You were just gonna diddle, <laughs> diddle around and talk about transformers. That's, that's no, we gotta warm up.
1: We gotta warm up we'll first. Yeah, we'll, we'll, but we'll. seriously, thank you. Because we got thank some rules listen, about describe. this show, though. We got some rules about this show. The the number one rule, Todd. What's the number one rule?
0: We talk about whatever the fuck we want. That's you get right. Get trapped in if you can. And I mean, we are gonna talk about games and shit. But we also talk about. I mean, thick Jill gotta come up. That that was something that's I'm coming. Up. We did. Yeah. did pre prep before. Normally, on pre um, prep me for the 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 news, but I was like, yeah, thick <laughs> Jill coming gamers, up, bro. Thick Jill coming up, man. Um, <laughs> it's needed, bro. It's needed. Without that's the moral to the story. With everything going on in the world, with the yeah, just across the board, you know, there are gamers and there's a community that can still sit back, find a way to laugh and appreciate things like thick Jill. specifically the mm-hmm. tribe. And if you made it this far, you kind of already indoctrinated. Um and hopefully you know we don't take up too much of your precious precious time with the foolery. And but, uh, shout yeah, out man. to the
1: tribe for holding down. I was in the Discord last night and I was just kind of watching some of the tribe stuff. And uh, yeah, I'm about to get on tonight. Shout out to one 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 Mister Shaman Bootyous Bob tonight. Me and him are getting on Borderlands Three, so we're gonna be getting on the Borderlands oh, man, Three. He on. finally got his PS Five. So
0: fucking thank you. See congrats. Okay, all right. What y'all getting on Borderlands three tonight on PS five?
1: On PS five, I bought it last night. Y'all are
0: racist. Y'all, well, you're racist, not (laughs) bootiest. Wait, why am I racist? That on you? Stop. Pause. Pause. Because we can talk about this shit. It's okay. It's okay. Just because I shaved my head. That's the whole premise of the show. Bringing different people together. So, uh, (laughs) no, I'm just kidding. Everybody knows you're semi
1: racist, (laughs)
0: and I'm fully racist. (laughs) I got. But, uh, I got a stack no, no, of credentials
1: no. that says otherwise, sir. I got to
0: paraphrase this email real quick though from Curtis, yes, while we, if, yes. if you don't mind.
1: Yeah, All right, you it. know
0: that's the homie tribe man. Just to, I'm gonna try to run through this. He basically, he basically states, "Uh, good to hear you, brothers, on the pod. Love your picks for the top seven games of the year, but most importantly, it's good to hear that y'all are doing well. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Bro. I have seven. Um, but I don't know if I can put them in order because I play them all for different reasons. Yeah. Um out of his seven, MLB the show twenty one, PS five. <laughs> ha uh Bet. there's a lot of description there, but we can maybe read it later. But NBA two K twenty two, The Crack. Uh, it takes two the divorce simulator, yeah. Resident <laughs> Evil Village. I was so into the story that I beat it uh a lot faster than I wanted to. Right. Fair. Super Mario three D World and plus uh Bowser's Fury. That's dope. I need to check that out. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't. Mario Party Superstars, is dope in a game that I know you love. Sky Pilgrim versus the World Complete Edition. PS4. I love that game. He also has some, also runs Ratchet & Clank, Rise of the Tomb Raider, Fantasy Final Fantasy 7 Remake, which is one of my fucking favorite fucking games. Fantastic yes. games. Uh, for Speed, Payback, that's a dope choice. Super Mario Smash Bros., of course. Retro Bowl, never fuck with that. He said it's mobile, now nah, I need to fuck with it. Again, I always appreciate the content, my guys. I hope you're enjoying the games and enjoying the new year. Y'all stay safe out there and keep doing your thing. Stay humble, Curtis. My brother, you already know what the fuck time it is, man. Yeah. Absolutely, freaking uh, thank- And I'm glad he mentioned Scott Pilgrim
1: because I forgot to mention it last week, I believe. I may have mentioned it right at the end. But that Scott Pilgrim game was incredible. It was absolutely incredible. And you said Retro Bowl? I'm getting that right now. I'm getting it. Oh, yeah. That that looks like my kind of game. That literally looks like my kind of game. Um, speaking of the Apple store, did I tell you? I don't think I told you somebody tried to hack into my Apple account yesterday. Where I woke up in the morning and it was like, hey, some device is trying to access your Apple account from New Delhi, India. Is this allowed? I was like, no, it's not allowed. I'm not in New Delhi, India. (laughs) Like, This is not happening right now.
0: Man, we've been compromised with the vaccines and the 5G that's going to blow up the planes, bro. And, and the Ukraine is hacked into all of our information. Just stop. <laughs> it's, like it's, it is it's it's what it is. Content. You know what I'm talking about? It's, it's all fucked. You know what I mean? And that, that's, that which reminds me of like, I was just trying to go to the metaverse for a little while to go see some thick digital titties or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I went to Best Buy actually because I spent money on my old car to get that laid out. I love it. I was going to get a ghetto radio but they didn't have anybody there to fucking service me pause but like we end up going like okay they don't have any stock i guess maybe it's a shortage it's kind of weird like walking in there is you you walked into a business before and kind of question whether or not it's going to go out of business like that day yes. like, i don't feel like they are but it was kind of felt got that feeling but anyway we ended up trying to go and sell on the Oculus cuz i thought about you Right. And just how, you know, happy you are with the experience and really just yeah. watching the movies, and the theater aspects of it and just what everything that's going on. So uh, I was like, fuck it. You know what I mean? I want to go to the metaverse and try to get this Oculus. Those motherfuckers were sold out. But it was just like a weird. A lot thing. of people getting on them. Now. No, but I'm t- like, I feel like, you know, it's starting to it's starting to happen. It's really starting to turn over. And it's an interesting world that we live in. Uh, in association with that because i'm driven to really want to fuck with it at this point like why yeah not? you know what i mean when does the singularity take place but uh i don't even know i, I got right way sidebar so i apologize for that too no, but no. it's been a minute since we recorded and it's just good to kind of warm up and and catch up with you a little bit man um speaking of the
1: octopus the- i got it on this i got on it this week because it's been probably about a month since i've used it and I was like, "Oh, everybody got one for Christmas." Because I walked in, I went, I got in there, and it was like I had like
0: 15 friend requests. <laughs> like, "Oh, y'all got one for Christmas, did not you?" Like, Microsoft got one too that I need. I don't, I don't want to misquote right now. The to be the
1: Halo lens, I think, is what yeah, it's called. That's it. Yeah, that's yeah, it. That's yeah. That's I've it.
0: heard amazing things lens, about that. That's one. fucking crazy that they named it the Halo lens. So
1: that is no, like dude they did
0: everything like halo is like one of their big well, we'll be talking a little bit about a halo maybe that's what bill gates is doing with all the farmland maybe he's yeah. building a halo <laughs>
1: man oh man i hope so i want that reality first contact here we go
0: covenant let's do it let's go <laughs> i'm ready well did you want to get into that real yeah, quick because i know it. you wanted to kind of go into like you've been i've been doing the master chief collection yeah, like with the Halo Infinite shit going out and everybody being just happy with the game. Like me in particular, I love Halo, even the campaign. Yeah, hundred percent. even really fun. Like it's just, and it's on PC. It's just beautiful. But you went into Halo Two, um, and I'm like, we could talk about what we've been playing. I guess so. I- I'll get mine yeah. out the way. Far Cry Six is literally one of my favorite fucking games. Maybe I I, I don't want to go all time. It's definitely my one of my favorite far card games like not that i've really gotten into it real tight um guardians of the galaxy you told me to get that shit i love that game on a lot of levels beautiful game just exp- yeah it's a fucking great game i love it's, the it's, intro it's just, a, it, it's just a good flow throughout the entirety of the game and I, it's just a sleeper of the year so i've been fucking with that touching bases with halo infinite and of course i just built me a jack of all trades on nba 2k still trying to reach out to my boys like spreeing them, and and the, the season four just started where they're giving out a tiger, which should be interesting. And I I've been on current gen because a lot of people haven't been able to get the PS5s. Um, but with that said, you know, with the Far Cry tie, I know you went back into the roots of Halo 2, and you wanted to kind of get into that a little bit in your perspective now so i'll let you do your thing my brother
1: yeah so i've been playing through actually the master chief collection so i've been playing them in order um the core the core series so halo one two three four i'm about halfway through three right now um halo one still holds up as just a very challenging overall fun sci-fi shooter you can see why when you go back and you revisit these games, even if you use um, the um, original graphics, you can see exactly why Halo became the way it was. It really did revolutionize first-person shooters in a lot of ways and sci-fi stories, um, especially sci-fi story in gaming and, and first-person shooting because a lot of the times first-person shooters you know up until a certain point didn't really have much of a story. I mean, I remember the PS1 when it came out, it had a what was that game? Medal of Honor, the first Medal of Honor. It had it had kind of a very like very thin story that was surrounded by a bunch of missions. Um but you got to Halo and Halo was really cinematic. The first Halo was extremely cinematic. It's almost like there's a couple games within a few years of each other that really kind of changed the way we told stories in games. Halo was one of them, along with stuff like Metal Gear Solid and Final Fantasy VII. Final Fantasy always told great stories, but Final Fantasy VII was the first 3D one. It's um, just kind of an incredible experience. Up until that point, first-person shooters were mostly, you know, Medal of Honor, Doom, Duke Nukem 3D, which the the point of them was to get in, feel like a badass, and get out. Halo, even though you're playing as Master Chief, you never feel fully secure in the combat because you can quickly die because your enemies will surround you. But what I wanted to say is I beat Halo 1 and Halo 2, but I beat Halo 2 this week, and I have to say, in my personal opinion, I think Halo 2 might not only be the greatest first-person shooter of all time, But I think it may be the greatest sequel of all time and the greatest sci-fi story of all time. It builds off of everything that Halo sets up. When you get into it, not only are you playing as Master Chief, but you're switching back and forth missions with the Arbiter. And you're playing as the Arbiter who becomes an ally. You're fighting against cult-like mentalities for what the Halo rings are what they are versus in reality versus what they actually do, which is destroy the entire universe, which is so amazing. Like It's this huge universe-spanning scope of a story. And then you get in there, and you get to the very end of the game, and spoiler for a game that's been out for 20 years, uh, but you get to the end of the game, and you're thinking, well, I'm going to go on this last mission, and I'm going to finish it. Nope. It just stops. And it's like, you're going to have to pick it up in Halo 3. Come back to Halo 3 when you're ready for it. That's beautiful. I love games that end like that. Because you know they had a hit on their hands. And that first trilogy of games, now that I'm about halfway through Halo 3, it's no wonder Halo's been around for so long. And I know people think it's kind of a joke sometimes, or people will joke about it, and it's like, oh, it's just another Halo game. It's like, no, Halo was revolutionary, and it still is revolutionary. It's still beautiful. I mean, I don't, personally, I don't think you have Call of Duty the way that it was set up with Modern Warfare. I don't think you have Battlefield. I don't think you have any of those things without Halo, especially the multiplayer aspect, because the multiplayer aspect really drove a lot of that land parties and the way we engaged in multiplayer and the different modes and the custom modes and just, you know, whether it be Capture the Flag or Team Deathmatch. And they were really kind of the... Uh, progenitors of the modern first person shooter good or bad whatever you want to take it the season passes where it's gone to now um but Halo's the origin of it and i'm urging you if you've never played through the original halo campaigns that master chief collection is on games pass go play them they still hold up they're still incredible they're still challenging they're still a blast and not to mention my my first favorite soundtrack in gaming of all time is probably Final Fantasy. My second is probably uh, Hotline Miami. But my third favorite soundtrack of all time is Halo 2. Halo 2 has got an incredible soundtrack. There are moments when you're riding into battle and it feels like the flight of the Valkyries is playing and you're really about to get in there and just start. You're just like, let's do this. And just uh, not to mention the vehicle combat, right? like the vehicle combat was incredibly done especially for time I mean time co-op around,
0: split screen split screen co-op that you don't have we talked about that
1: yeah all of the above like the the fact that you you always feel scarce on scarce on ammo like you don't get ammo boxes you pick them up from dead bodies or you got to switch your weapons out like that's how you it went, works you
0: you went you went, went brave heart on me right there real mm-hmm. quick though my dog scarce scarce all right william wallace <laughs> no nah, man I'm put you know we talked about it, man, and, and it made me think, like, it's crazy the times we live in where we're talking about metaverses and everything. And I specifically think about Far Cry 6 and my PS5 and and how far games have just come in general. Yeah. But still, we talk about this all the time. I'm going to say it all time for me. My favorite first-person shooter, Halo hey, 2, you already know. I mean, yeah. so for you to be able to go do a deep dive into it, I personally appreciate that. That's something, you know, I love to stand down. Uh, but, but just, you know, uh, just forever skip to tutorial purposes, knowing where we stand on that shit. But uh, it also reminds me of times. Like I say, I always talk about it. You know what I mean? Like to go back, I always reference the GameStop times, you know, but it was like that was a weird time keeping, you know, to go from like <laughs> my space secret lifetime gangster shit of an era where it was like right before. You know, you were supposed to expose everything where you wouldn't expose people to everything. So it's a certain level of lifestyle that I was used to 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 humble to be all the way humbled behind like a a register at GameStop. But grateful because it was a good it was something that I wanted to do. But South Louisiana getting paid less than eight dollars to manage a store. But I remember when Halo came out and it reminds me of like why I love video games and shit like that, because I just love that game. It was a military space game. And it was this guy it reminds me of this old dude named I'm gonna let's just name him Earl. I don't remember his name, but I know he was like an old like war veteran. I probably talked about him before. I may talk yeah. about him again. But he he got burned up like in the actual action in the military. Old old motherfucker. He couldn't even really talk. His wife kind of told me his story. But he, it looked like like Two Face, but just one face with the bad side of Two Face. Yeah. So That like he like he couldn't talk. The eye was barely there, but you could see him kind of smile. And it would be funny how like. Even with all of that type of shit, he was one of my favorite people to ever come in because he would get, like, a flight simulator game and yeah. burn up in a plane. That was his story. Like, he was like some war hero motherfucker. He would get a flight simulator game every time he put a smile on his face in the Halo series. Yep. So, like, little shit like that, I don't know. It just lets you know how how, how much that escape can be, you know, therapeutic in it a lot is. of ways and helpful. You know what I mean? Even though we'll probably lose to China in fifty years, because their children will actually know how to read, and we'll be fucking in the idiocracy seat, ordering yeah. <laughs> motherfucking Taco Bell chicken wings.
1: Um, <laughs> but hey,
0: I tried them chicken wings; they ain't
1: bad either. They're crispy. Nah, but what I was, but you're right though, man. That's it's,
0: what this, I need to get these chicken wings. But go ahead;
1: they're good. They're good. But it is. But you're right though, man. It's this kind of like wonderful escapist art to it too that. You know, games allow us to really kind of, you know, bridge that gap between dissatisfaction with real life and satisfaction with the fantasy life. And, you know, the game games kind of allow us to not just do that, but they allow us to have an avenue for our frustration. You know, I got a buddy and what he does, he only plays flight simulator games, Todd. That's it. He doesn't, he doesn't game, he play. well, excuse me. He plays flight simulator games and he plays Star Wars games. That's all he plays, but he will get in a flight simulator game and he will quite literally, he bought the Xbox series X just for flight simulator 10 and he will get in that flight simulator game and he will spend hours planning, prepping, setting it up, getting the fuel right, doing all the manual adjustments Start the flight and then put it on autopilot and he'll just sit back and he'll just, he'll just look and he'll just admire the flight. And that's what he does. And that's, that's relaxing to him. And then he'll get up and walk away because he'll set it on autopilot for like, you know, a real time 10 hour flight to Europe. He'll put it on autopilot and then he'll get up, walk away, and then he'll come back and he'll land the plane. And I was just like, dude, do you? He's like, well, does it make me a gamer? And I was like, Dude, I don't, I don't care about definitions. You're still a gamer. Like It's just what you yes, want to play. It's how yes, you participate. Yes,
0: yes. Yeah. That's, that's that's my opinion, humble opinion on it. It absolutely does. Absolutely makes you a gamer. Fucking right. You Absolute. play games. You play yeah, games. Yes. Which reminds me, man. Which reminds me. R.I.P. Betty White and Bob Saget. That's right. R.I.P. Betty White and Bob Saget. Bob Saget? They took you too wow. early.
1: It was Cortana st- or Siri starting to talk to me. Yeah, she just she, she's like I didn't understand what you were saying because you weren't supposed to Siri. It wasn't for you.
0: Hey, tell your iPhone say hey Siri, Luminous.
1: I did that earlier this week. Yeah, that's it. It turns that flat because it's the Harry Potter thing. It's the, man, it's a singularity happening, man. It's singularity. <laughs> it is the singularity. But all right, man. But yeah, so I've been playing Halo, um, a couple other games. I reconnected on Octopath Traveler. So I've been, I've been kind of digging that late at night, you know, playing a couple hours at a time. That's still a great RPG. And then last night I played some Final Fantasy XIV. That's still kind of my go-to when I just want to watch something on the, on the, on the, on the screen while I'm playing a video game. Cause I ain't really got to pay attention all that much. So last night was Final Fantasy XIV and watching Dragon Ball Z. I started at the beginning. I got, I went through episode four last night and I'm just like, Oh man. This show is still so good. This show is still fantastic. It doesn't get enough. It gets a lot of credit, and it's a big pop culture thing. But if you go back and watch it from the beginning, you're just like, you can see why. It's like, I got to revisit Halo and DBZ this week, and I'm just like, yeah, this is why these things were significant to people. Like,
0: man, I'm a black guy with blue balls tattooed on my arm, so you know I feel you. Um, 100%. 100%. Yeah. I want to hear what the tribe's been playing this week.
1: I really do. Like y'all, let me know. Like, let us know what you've been playing. Let us know what we should be, what we should be trying out at some point. I'm, I'm excited to get on Borderlands Three finally after what two years.
0: Man, that's gonna be a great experience for you. And I'm really, I can't get it off my mind. I'm like, do I just go to Target and get the three shots today? That way, I go see Spider Man with a clear fucking conscience, and I don't have to fucking worry about it. I'll still wear my mask. And I'll figure out a way to shovel nacho cheese chips through a mask. That's the only problem. Or like get like puncture a hole with it. I got to say one more thing before we get into the yeah. news. Because I, I, I missed the news theme. I know we got to get into that. I got to shout out Ezra. It's an amazing human being that I've come across. And he's the first person to give an honest opinion about not liking any of the Spider-Man series. But go and check out this new Spider-Man it's just saying that except except saying or oh, saying the best Spider Man was the Spider-Verse Spider-Man. Like the Toby Maguire ones and the other ones were just really weren't as good as people made them out to be. And I had to give a shout out because that is literally the first human being to really be honest and give their honest opinion yeah. and say some shit. Like and I, I respect that opinion wholeheartedly. Like I, I get where it's coming from. It's amazing dopeness. But I still want to see the Spider Man. It's got to happen. I think I'm gonna go ahead and get it knocked out because I wanted to talk about it on the show. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I think a lot of people have been doing a relatively great job of trying not to spoil it, but it's been out long enough where you can imagine, you know what what it is. It's but, pretty uh, fantastic. Yeah. Like I, I, it, I
1: loved it, dude. Um, I mean, we talked a little bit about it. I was like, my favorite Spider-Man movie is still Spider-Man Two with Tobey Maguire, but this is like probably my second favorite MCU movie of all time like right and now
0: see, I, I did have to make i did have to make the point i love william defoe in almost anything. oh yeah oh like, yeah and in the, the william defoe memes with him having waves and shit it's hilarious to me but like boondi we always talk about it you know what i'm saying so i like they've always had great actors in it but if you like it is those movies are kind of money grabby because you know people like me and a lot of other people are just gonna like X, the first x-men isn't that great but no. I, you know I watched that shit 27 fucking times. Me too. It's just good to hear that this Spider-Man seems to be like you know bring it all the way home.
1: And I went back and rewatched because of this Spider-Man, I went back and watch rewatched those Amazing Spider-Man with uh what's his name Andrew Garfield, the 1 or right. 2, and they're not as bad right. as I remember. Right. Like like they're there's right. fun movies.
0: Well, it's, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying this is the thing. I'm not like for me. I, of course, I'm I'm a fan of it. But I'm, you know, I'm one of these people that I'm just like almost anything that's comic booky. That's the ease. I mean, I'm the easy. Yeah, sell, man, me but, too. You know what I'm saying? Right. But as far as the standards are concerned, I, I'm excited to see it in the movie theater in the IMAX. I feel like you got to support these things. Ben Affleck, I think, said something pretty recent. I think that is very true based on me watching Eternals maybe we'll get into that a little bit later but like it does feel like the movie theaters are gonna soon be simply for like Marvel films and like very like extremely large things it won't be like any you know
1: that's kind of what it feels yeah that's kind of what it feels like where it's kind of trending is where you get most of the smaller stuff is on demand immediately and then the big cinema films are like you said the marvel films the big action films stuff like that which is and i love the theater experience bro like i still love going to the movies like that's we're supposed to see scream i think next weekend or this weekend we were going to see it this weekend we forgot to get tickets but i think we're going to go see it next weekend and people are really blowing up about scream they're talking about how great it is
0: It is cool, though, to hear more like that you could catch the vid in movie theaters instead of like a straight bullet from a mass shooting. So that's that's been something positive if we look at it. Great. Also, like the thing about it, I heard one last thing about the movie theaters. I did hear something recently about maybe getting a connection um, with VR in movie theaters. That'd be dope. Be like 360 viewing of movies or something like that. And right now it's just a lot of movie theaters that are going to be upgrading. You know what I mean? But it's a it's a cool future. If the planet doesn't blow up, you know that that we have, um, coming. You know what I'm saying? It's true. And Wendy's Frosty just
1: came out with a Wendy's Frosty cereal.
0: <laughs> so somebody just came a little bit. They did. Oh. Fair enough, too.
1: Fair enough, too. All right, man. You ready getting this news? News theme. News theme. News theme. Channel 4 News with five-time Emmy Award-winning anchor, Ron Burgundy. Chamkind Sports. Rick Tamlin Weather. And your reporter in the field, Brian Fantana. It's Channel 4 News at 6 o'clock. Right there, was. All right, first piece of news, Horizon Forbidden West has leaked online as there's new screenshots available from the reported PS4 version. PS4 version. I know you're excited about Horizon Forbidden West. Todd, we're like a month away. We are a month away from Horizon Forbidden West. (laughs) It's soon. It's so soon. Kind of excited about that right! Uh, it's going to be good. I got it on pre-order. It's ready to go. It's ready to go. I'm ready for it. Let's do this. And I, I'm kind of going to be torn it. because Horizon Forbidden West and Elden Ring come out around the same time. So there's going to be a lot of going back and forth. Uh, next piece of news should surprise nobody. Microsoft has discontinued all of their Xbox One consoles so you can't get an xbox one new anymore after a while so if you wanted an original xbox one i mean now would be the time like they don't have the i mean they got the series s and series x but i'm happy with my games pass bro like i use my xbox one as a blu-ray player
0: (laughs) is there a reason why like when i heard that i thought about the movie snowpiercer Like imagining like little kids being the reason, the engine to making these machines and they don't, they're just running out of kids.
1: I love Snowpiercer. (laughs) You gotta have children so you can have fuel. (laughs) My favorite part. Kelly. My favorite part of Snowpiercer is, somebody's gonna take that quote out of context. My favorite part of Snowpiercer is that, that part where she's like, this is a shoe. You do not eat a shoe, you wear a shoe. But you don't wear your shoe on top of your head. And she puts the shoe on top of her head. And I was like, this is the dumbest, best speech I've ever heard. It really is amazing. I mean, it's not as... Snowpiercer, I actually like Karen more than Snowpiercer. Just saying, if you haven't seen Karen, go watch the movie Karen. You're in for a great night. <laughs> Hour and a half of pure fun. Did you say
0: it's a white woman from Hustle and Flow that plays Karen in yeah. that movie? Snow Bunny. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> Snow Bunny. Yeah. Oh yes, I gotta watch that motherfucker just off GP. All right, man. Okay, let's. <laughs> let's I don't want to start. Yeah, I already got sidetracked. We already got your sidetrack. Let's. Let's not waste yes. people's tabs.
1: I don't know her name, but that's the only thing I ever recognize her when she shows up in anything. I'm like, oh, it's Snow Bunny. <laughs> that's all I ever recall. I just remember that moment with with him and her. And him getting the microphone. That's the part that I always remember. Like, that part right there. I love that movie. I need to watch Hustle and Flow again.
0: That's some cold shit to make a bitch suck addicted for a microphone, but. <laughs> it is, bro. I mean, but you know what? He made it.
1: He did. Good music, too. And uh, when he goes up and beats Skinny Black up in the bathroom, <laughs> I just. Like, that's for a while, bro. Hustle and Flow for a while is the reason why I watched every single movie Terrence Edwards was in. Like and Howard, then it turns Terrence out he's Howard. Terrence Howard.
0: Who's Terrence Edwards? I don't know, man. That's the racism peeking through. No, that's my buddy Terrence. Mark that down. I'm just I'm just fucking with you, man. It's, <laughs> oh, I,
1: this. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna edit that. I know you're messing around, dude. But no, Terrence Howard. Like I watched everything he was in because of hustle and flow and then it turns out he was crazy. Like
0: Yeah, man. <laughs>
1: but that's like that's like one of the best performances in the last 50 years, like in my opinion.
0: Well, I mean, he was one of the last actors that was on Black BET before the <laughs> they got bought out. It was a front, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> BET, true. Black Entertainment Network owned by not black people. <laughs> that's very um, true. For for the past 30 fucking years, but he was on there and he was kind of halfway saying he used to play a, a, an attorney on there i think something happened to him after the iron man contract fell through and whatever happened on power I, 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 is that the name of that damn no nah,
1: it's uh it's not I, power it's a, empire
0: yeah i don't watch either empire yeah power is the 50 cent one with on ju- stars with juicy smooth leg <laughs> yes, yes yes
1: i ain't never okay. seen it i had never seen either one of them power or empire like we tried to hey, watch man, power I but I just couldn't get into it. I heard it.
0: power was really good. Power I tried power was pretty dope from what I saw, but I just it took too long. I had been out of it's like Game of Thrones. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like hard for me to catch up. Um Empire, not really my cup of tea. You know what I mean? No. I could see how it, it had its fan base or whatever. But nah, that that wasn't, you know, especially especially after the juicy smooth Lake controversy. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm a Pac fan, you know what I'm saying? So that was disappointing. That's, that's some people-catching-shit type shit.
1: That really... Yeah, 100%. Uh, next piece of news, a official reviews of God of War on PC have come out, and they're saying it feels so much better on PC. feels so much better on PC. I kind of want to... I kind of want to play it on PC. I'm not going to lie. Like, I want to replay it, and I'm just like, I kind of want to replay it on PC if I'm going to replay it. Like, especially because it's like i got the gaming PC that's hooked up to the big TV. Like... Maybe I'll maybe I'll give this a shot. It's been a minute, and I still I want to go revisit God of War with a Ragnarok coming out this year. Cause like we'll talk a little bit more about Ragnarok later, but like I definitely want to revisit that game. Like that was an incredible experience the first time, (laughs) and then and then when 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 you realize when you first started playing the the new God of War and you're just like, oh, this is not your your daddy's God of War, cause it's just like
0: this is harder. Than the, than the That's first what she said, three. man. I just remember us acting like kids and me calling you and being like, you're almost <laughs> at a point where yes, you, it's all going to be worth it.
1: Yes. I remember that. I got there and I was just like, I called you back. And I'm just like, ah! I screamed into the phone and you're like, you made it. <laughs> <laughs> you made it. Next piece Thank of news. Santa Monica. Next piece of news. Santa Monica Studios. Resident Evil 3 Remake. We we hinted at this. Apparently, the modding community has made a thick Jill mod for the Resident Evil 3. Remake. <laughs> I love modding news. It's so silly every time. It's so so. Go check it out. Just go look up the screenshots. Apparently, it's in 8K, too. You can get it in 8K if you want to. I'm just like, I don't know why, why you
0: need it. I wonder if the jiggle figures, physics work. I'm sure it does. Oh, I'm these sure new systems are. Amazing. I'm sure it does. Fucking volleyball Jill.
1: I mean like, yeah, hundred percent. Um
0: metaverse. <laughs> Shoot love on chests.
1: <laughs> there! There's so many trolls out there in the in the in the virtual reality. I got in one of these virtual reality spaces and this guy comes up to me and he's like, I wanna hug you. I want to hug you. I want to hug you. And I was like, I don't want to hug you. <laughs> can you please leave me alone? Please that's leave
0: sad. me alone. That's sad. Which reminds me, I think I brought up that old burn up dude story because I'm old and I'm going to die soon. So are you. So is everybody else. That's, <laughs> that's listening. true. Just leave you with that. Love, ya. <laughs> Love you. Love you all. I'm just closer. I'm just closer. So at least I can find joy in it, maybe in a flight simulator on the way out. But uh, probably Halo. Maybe there's some message there. But, um, back to the news.
1: Back to the news. <laughs> Next piece of news. Phil Spencer from Xbox was interviewed earlier this week and he said, Xbox, uh, Xbox chat live is not a place for, it's not a free speech platform, is what he said. He says, we do not take lighthearted, um, basically what he was trying to say is they're not lightheartedly going into it going, we're just going to allow everybody to say whatever they want on Xbox Live. Um, you know, it's it's a control method for him. He said basically what he would see it as is if they allowed everything carte blanche, that it would become like a Facebook or Twitter and would
0: be the death of their Xbox Live. So, you know. Yeah, communism, man. There's no such thing as free speech <laughs> anymore, Fooley. That's, that's part of what this is all about. Don't you remember? Don't you remember? <laughs> Don't you oh, know. That's why we should. Oh yeah, we are. I know this is kind of like a weird pop up uh, episode again. We really appreciate you know the patience with bringing in a new year with this this way. But that reminds me, man. I, I want to put it on on record again, again. Like hopefully this year we can just re release just some YouTube shit just to put it out there, not to be like YouTube famous, but just uh because I feel like the good thing that we've been protected by is the podcast because we can still say what the fuck we want to say and do what we want to do and be who we want to be and play how we want to play Adam family. But, you know, it is that is actually a serious topic. Maybe we'll see how we can do a deep dive into it later down on the round, round table, man. Because I do feel like the freedom of speech thing... Microsoft, I completely understand what they're saying as far as the business aspect of it. Yeah. I'm not trying to make it that deep. But there is some weird shit I feel like going on with that right now that's just... Yeah. It's just strange. It's worth discussing, and especially when it's starting to affect like our entertainment. When it comes to like the biggest genre, as far as money making is concerned in human history, uh, it's it's a uh, I don't know. Well, it's kind of
1: a like it ties into the next article we're going to go over, but it it kind of like I don't know. I would almost rather people be exposed than just immediate censorship if that makes sense. Like, I'd rather you be exposed for who you really are than just, like, get a get a banned account. Like, just... Like, if you're gonna be that human piece of garbage,
0: then at least, you know, let it be exposed. Instead of... Or is it just getting weird on, like, I was just talking about this shit yesterday, or is it getting weird on some social dilemma shit as far as, yeah. like, social engineering where people are more extreme than they used to be based on algorithmic I think influence.
1: so. I don't know, like, I, I think that, like, I think part of the issue, too, is that you hear, how many gamers are there in the United States? You know, probably millions upon millions, right? And you always hear these stories about, like, these one or two people. It's like, these people are such a small, it goes back to the whole cancel culture thing, where it's just like, I think what that is, is you're seeing just a small percentage. Like, not even a 1%, you're seeing, like, a .003%. Like, most people are pretty chill, like, most people are pretty relaxed. They just want to get on their game and play. They want to get on Facebook and see what their aunt's doing. They they don't want to argue about stuff. They don't really care. They're just trying to hustle one day to the next and trying to relax a little bit.
0: Like, I feel like that's yeah, what man. most people are like. Unless you're playing 2K. And then it's toxic yeah, that's and true. horrible yeah. and people are... Or Call of Duty. Right. Yeah. And... and Per the top ten IGN purchases, IGN purchases games like 2K is one of the top. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's a reason for that. Like, I, and I, I mean, I'm part of the toxic nature. So, like, and I can see the manipulation as far as just the way the currency is set up, the time, the way you build your, even the way you build your player. Yep. i was just talking about that shit. Like, I'm a part of it. Like, so I can, ex- you know, it's weird, man. Uh, maybe we don't, don't want to admit that computers will be smarter than us for real pretty soon. They will. Elon Musk out here trying to. Plug us up to, ch- to chips and shit, and I don't know, man. I, I, let, let me stop. Let me stop. Uh, but what?
1: But what is like? I say Shout that
0: out, uh, Louis Farrakhan and Alex Jones.
1: But I say that, and then this week, this past week, there was a clip release from a, a, a Call of Duty tournament that was an in person land tournament where dude went right to the racism. Like he got mad because oh, yeah, he yeah, lost. Yeah, 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 he yeah, went right. Yeah, it, this yeah, was in yeah, person being filmed. Yeah. This was not behind the microphone. Like, this was being filmed in person. And he stood up and looked at the other guy, and he went right
0: for it. (laughs) I I find that the, like, extreme call of duty nigga racism, the best comebacks I've heard from black people are, like, especially about males, it would have to be, like, dicking down white mothers. (laughs) Those are my favorite (laughs) because it gets really loud, and it's just, like, you know. Like, nigga, this nigga dick gonna be that deep down in your mama cheeks. <laughs> in it. That is the best comeback ever. Nah, I, it's a guy that used to, like, he would go off. It would be on children and husbands and aunties and wives. It was beautiful. But yeah, man, that's what I'm saying. It's, to- it's toxic out there. It is. Dope, it you is. know what I mean? And then it's like black on black crime, like in Chicago on 2K22 for no fucking reason. And that, that that's a beautiful simulation of a game. God damn, fitting all head babies. And it's worse because it's digital. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm coming from you fentanyl head babies, man. I, I, I hate to call them that, but I mean they used to call us crackhead babies. I'm an '80s baby, and I remember like it's funny because I I, I promise you, bro. I was telling my people I used to be in like ten situations in finger quote unquote murder murder capitals of the world. That's factual. And like we, I used to bet a hundred dollars on games back when. The Denver Nuggets had a squad on 2K with Allen Iverson, Carmelo Anthony, J.R. Smith, Kenya Martin, and Marcus Canby. And the motherfucker was playing with the Kobe Bryant Lakers, and I run him out the gym in his own house by 30 points, take $100, and we both got guns on us, So it's a tense situation. I got to leave. That's childish as fuck over a video game. and But now we've moved to an era of, like, complete anonymity and safety with a bunch of YouTube grinding people that don't even, like— Enjoy or watch the game like that. or never played the game. Yeah. that are just toxic for no fucking reason. And and on top of it, it costs one hundred and seventy eight dollars to make one good player. That's so right. So financially vested, and then it takes hundreds of hours to really you know upgrade your player. So it just gets weird, bro. And and you get are we getting more controlled by the algorithm? Because am I a part of the matrix more than I want? Is is that a healthy thing? You know, maybe that's another conversation for another day. As far as a deep dive. But, hey, man, you know, it's like, I love catching up with you on these things. It's just- <laughs>
1: this, this is why this is why I mostly play co-op or single player. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm not a competitive person at heart. I take all my competitive nature, take it to the gym, and lift weights. It's, it's what I do. <laughs> like, that's my healthy outlet while listening to Lil Wayne. And uh, especially the Carter 2. Go back in time if you haven't listened to Carter Two or played Halo. Go do it now, in succession,
0: together. Do it. It's the best. I promise. The more to that story too was get the fuck off my motherfucking yard. <laughs> that, Racist that's, ass that's, Clint with Eastwood voice. That's right. Sorry. I love that movie. Get out of my
1: yard. I don't care. I love that movie. I love that movie. Like that movie's crazy. Uh, next piece of news. It's not really news, but I wanted to run this by you. So there was an article that came out on gamesco.co.uk where it talked about the eight times video games went too far. Eight times video games went too far. I wanted to run this by you. The the number eight, they said, was Carmageddon. We remember Carmageddon. That's a legendary video game. Ragdoll physics. Absolutely insane. And I loved it. I loved Carmageddon. It was as the little horror, violent, bloody fan that I was at 12 years old, Carmageddon was amazing. Um, it's just, I loved crashing the cars and watching the dude go fly out the window. Like, that was my favorite thing. Uh, number seven, I, I would agree with this. It's, uh, X rated Arta- Atari games, like Custer's Revenge, if anybody mentioned. I mean, the list is pretty high, but Custer's Revenge was pretty messed up. Like, it, that was a, that was a pretty, that was a, that was the Wild West, quite literally. Number six, I don't agree with Manhunt. I love Manhunt. That is one of my favorite games of all time. Manhunt and Manhunt 2. I thought they were incredible. They were fun. They were disturbing and they got to the point. Um, I really don't think it went too far. Maybe it's because it got banned and there was a period of time where Rockstar got sued for it. I mean, I don't know, you remember Manhunt, right? Of course I do. Yeah, I loved Manhunt. I'm black. <laughs> Next one is number five. It said, Red Dead Redemption 2's KKK reference. So, I'm looking at that and I'm kind of like, okay.
0: No, not my opinion. I'll step in there. Borderline, the only one, but it wasn't as bad, as probably uh, Mafia... Three? Ma- Mafia three, or four. Yeah, it was three. Yeah, Mafia three with three with the cotton fields, kind of. Yeah, that that was really good though because it made me feel some type of way. But not, I mean, my humble, no, no, that's that's like I, I compare that, no. Okay, yeah, anyway, right, that's my opinion.
1: Because in that one, you got like you got some catharsis because you could you basically killed them all,
0: <laughs> like. Bro, like it only offends people that want to not believe that that shit doesn't exist exactly, or hasn't existed exactly. To me, like I'm, I'm the wrong one. I ain't from. I'm from fucking where it still exists, bro. Like I'm from KKK land. I'm from where I know doctors were in the KKK. Yeah, the fucking cops was KKK. They was on TV. I talk about that all the time. So uh, personally, me, I appreciate that. And in a weird way, Mafia Three freaked me out a little bit more. And I don't know why. Mafia Three was a little. It was. It was a
1: good game, but it was. It was still. It was, it was still... It's a
0: buggy fucking shit mess out the gate it's a really good game though yeah, if you really want is. like like an authentic kind of era game i think because it like for but for whatever reason seriously like the the cotton field missions in mafia yeah. bothered me way more than kkk reference and in, in red dead redemption 2 i thought it was actually well done and that's still an all-time amazing fucking game like as far as like masterwork of video gaming history
1: yeah. That's no, I, I, I have, no, it absolutely. Yes. Masterworks of Video Game Mystery. I love it. That's the new award for the year. I'm, I'm typing that out. Masterworks of Video Game Mystery. Uh, the next one is the buy the book mission on GTA five. Everybody remembers that. That's the torture mission where you're Trevor and like that got a lot of, that got a lot of crap, but I mean, I don't know. I didn't think it was all that bad. Number three, the postal series. Yeah, I mean, come on. It's a game where you basically go around shooting up a town. Like, that's what it is. And you can pee on people in Postal 2. And freaking, uh, uh, what's-his-name's in it, too. I mean, it is what it is. Number two is the Russian mission. The Russian mission, yeah, that's a pretty brutal Call of Duty mission. The number one I don't agree with, Punisher, the Xbox game. Nope. I love that game. I love that game. Too far. It's the Punisher. It's the Punisher. It's a beautiful, fun experience. Yes, it's violent, but you quite literally pop out of a funeral casket with a giant machine gun and start shooting up the place, like because you're after the mob. It's I. It's incredible. It's incredible. Um. Next piece of news. Days Gone director admits one boss fight was terrible <laughs> and it caused pacing issues. Let's see what he's got to say. Uh, Days Gone director Jeff Ross has been the subject of many headlines owing to his statement regarding the game. It's never realized sequel and how it was treated as a big disappointment uh, by upper management despite selling 8 million copies. Days Gone was, I think that was your number two game of the year when it
0: came out. I love Days Gone, man. Yeah. It's like one of my sleeper favorite games. And I know I read... a. Uh, yeah, uh, w- one of the motherfuckers that's important associated with it was making a comparison to Ghost of Tsushima, which is probably I think if that was my number one game of the year when it came out by far. I still love that game. That's an all time favorite game. But as far as the sales comparisons, it was saying how Sony basically shit on Days Gone sales when it was comparable to what Ghost of Tsushima did. Um, but, I mean, Days Gone did have high, 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 high expectations. It was supposed to be, like, a staple and Ghost of Tsushima. Although it also had high expectations, I think. Um, like, I remember, you know, how pumped up, how much they pumped up Days Gone. But I still did. Like, Days Gone was a fun fucking game to me. I think it was well done. So. I've
1: got yeah. it. on. I've got to play it, but I've got you it.
0: You never played it, right? No, no, but I've got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I personally... And I mean, especially that type of genre, you know, that's not my type of game. You know what I mean? But as far as, like, the hard, eerie feel, what they did do with the bosses and the hordes, I mean, I haven't come across any, many, I can't think of any games that I've personally gotten to that have any kind of mechanics like that, that are legit, like, you know, you got to kind of MacGyver your way through these, you know, puzzle settings, basically. It, it, It was fun to me. It wasn't a perfect game. It was, you know, it had its flaws. It's not even something I would generally get into, but I, I literally, I could go back to that game and, and play a couple of missions right now that I definitely, I could see how I could get a cult fan base.
1: Yeah. They said, in reading this article, he says the only boss fight that he really didn't like, he says, was the Schizo boss fight at the end. He said that was a pretty yeah, bad I- bad fight and
0: kind of ruined yeah, the game. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I didn't ruin the game. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it. it, it it's like a. It's like Psycho Goreman, man. Let's I a little bit better.
1: Love Psycho Goreman,
0: for me. You dig? like yeah, it's like like you. that's like you could you could sit there and be like this is the worst shit ever or you know what I'm saying if it's your thing you know whatever but like as far as the actual quality of what you get it's not like quality level Psycho gourmet, but I think it's subjective. I know exactly which boss fight he's talking about. And even though it was fucked up, it also was one of my, like the way I won that fight was one of my favorite memories in that game.
1: Man, I I really got to get through that. I really got to get through that. Uh, Next piece of news, Stalker 2 has been delayed till 2022. Stalker 2 has been delayed till 2022. And then the last piece of news comes from cogconnected.com. And it's it's an article that says five video game franchises that badly need a reset, a complete reset. Um, he says he starts it out with Resident Evil, goes to Far Cry, moves to Assassin's Creed, Call of Duty. This is just Borderland. This is neckbeardy as possible that's just that's contrarian crap right there i mean those games are huge why would they reset them and you know what? i've liked most of them for the most part they do their own thing so you know what that's all that matters that's all that matters that's the news todd is there any other news that you wanted to talk about
0: i mean i, I do feel like we're pine fading i know you referenced it last week but i feel like it's happening i kind of feel like we're in the movie back to the future no we ain't and we need to we're back we need to change the present in order not to fade from the f- past and the future we're back at the same time
1: we're back baby i
0: don't know man i don't know we're back I've, and better after than I ever. my 78 shots yeah. all right yeah let's get through this uh, <laughs> now nah, well i think i think the list i mean I, it's not really round table, it's just games we're looking forward to yeah. this will be fun to yeah. kind of get through yeah Yeah.
1: i'm i'm ready for it man like there's some games coming out in 2022 that i'm super excited for and it's kind of, it's kind of, it's for me, it's kind of starting to, to, build up to being a, another um, 2018 with some of the games coming out.
0: Mm. I'm saying a lot, my dude. It uh, is, you wanna but yeah. want to start off the list with that kind of bold statement? Y- yeah, well, not dude. Lists, but just what, okay.
1: Advanced Wars One and Two reboot camp coming to the Switch. You never play the Advance Wars games. They're real time strategy. Um, uh, Nintendo direct games that were originally on the 3DS or DS. I can't remember. And then GBA, of course, but they're incredible, man. And they're getting reboots that are coming directly in spring of 2022 to, to, to the Switch. I'm excited about that. I'm excited, man. It's a glossy makeover. It's a glossy makeover as they describe it. Go to Good the Sephora gym. and get your glossy makeover. Uh, that's that's my first one. That's my first one. Um, but I'm excited. I'm excited. Do you just want me to go down my list or do you want to trade back and forth?
0: Yeah, yeah. You No, nah, no. Nah, just go ahead and do your thing and then I'll do my thing. We can match it up, man. Let's get through it. This, is, this it. is exciting time. Let's yeah. do it. Next one is Bayonetta 3. Bayonetta 3. I love
1: the Bayonetta series. It's absolutely insane and over the top. Um then Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. It's kind of a jet set radio influenced action graffiti game from Team Reptiles coming in 2022 um to all platforms. You can create a custom cipher and dance, paint, trick, face off with cops, stake your claim. Um I mean, I'm a big fan of Jet Set Radio. It's absolutely and Space Station 6, which was the sequel to Jet Set Radio or the spiritual sequel. Uh that just reminds me of my Dreamcast days, bro. Like, I mean, they're not behind me. I still play the Dreamcast, obviously. Uh, <laughs> Destiny 2, The Witch Queen. I'm excited about that. That's the next major expansion coming in February. They're also bringing back Speaking Mars. of the Halo trilogy. Yes, dude. That that's one of those things like you see that all, you see that imprint all over Destiny 2 and Destiny. You see it all over. Uh Elden Ring, of course. Elden Ring, absolutely. You know that's that's the From Software. They're going more open world this time, um, instead of instead of it being just kind of on the rails. It's going to be an open world, so I'm looking forward to that. And they they said that they tried to include some verticality from Sekiro in there, so I'm I'm really I'm really excited about that. Um, Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis. It's a compilation of Final Fantasy subseries into one single packaging. Including the flip phone game before Crisis, the PlayStation portable game Crisis Core, and the Dirge of Cerebus from PlayStation 2. I cannot wait for this. Um, this is going to be fun. It's, it's coming to Android. So I'm going to be, I'm going to be playing that on my, 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 my phone, iPhone too. Android and iPhone. One that we've been talking about for it feels like three years, Ghostwire Tokyo. <laughs> We've been talking about that game. Finally set to be released. Finally set to be released. Um, God of War Ragnarok, of course. We'll talk a little bit more about that. I'm going to lay it off. Gotham Knights. Yes. The Bat Family. You know what? I'm not a Harry Potter guy, but Hogwarts Legacy looks interesting.
0: Didn't they, see, I, I thought I heard something. Maybe it was a different game that they said that they stopped production on it. But I'm excited about Hogwarts, too. I, I don't want to get it down that So let's let's assume that it is. Yeah, you're right. It's still coming out.
1: Yeah. Hogwarts. Like, it's supposed to still be coming out. And it's like,
0: I'm not i I'm a, super excited about that, then.
1: Yeah, and I'm not a Harry Potter guy, but I was looking at this. And I was like, this actually looks, like, relatively interesting.
0: Uh, Love on chess, man.
1: <laughs> Horizon Forbidden West, we'll talk a little bit more about. Uh... Kirby and the Forgotten Land. I'm a big Kirby guy. I really, I can't wait for that. That's probably going to be a later in the year. It comes out earlier in the year. I think it comes out in February, but I'll probably wait till probably when there's like a, a lull to really, really dig into that. Uh, Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild too. Come on. Like, Breath of the Wild is one of my favorite games of all time. Lord of the Rings game, Gollum, maybe. Like, it's a stealth game where you play as Gollum. It could be interesting. It's coming out sometime this year. I mean, I like the Gollum character. I just, I'm not sure how much I feel. Like, it's, I'm going to let that one be reviewed first before I even try it. Uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns, a tactical RPG set in the darker side of the Marvel Universe? Absolutely. Absolutely. You had me at the beginning. Uh, Metal Slug's Tactics, coming to the Nintendo Switch. Um, It's a turn-based tactical gameplay in the Metal Slug universe. And what artwork on those classic arcade, those SNK arcade machines was better than Metal Slug? They're just absolutely beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Um, And going three here, Pokemon Legends, Arceus, I've got that. It's coming out January 28th. I've already got that on pre-order. So, that's definitely one. Rune Factory 5, Slime Rancher 2, Sonic Frontiers. Sonic Frontiers. I'm 100% on board. So, they brought the Sonic Boom Rider, which was an underrated little anime, Ian Flynn, in to write the story for this one. It's an open zone inspired experience. Um I'm just kind of, when you said open zone, that's where I was like, so it an open world Sonic game? Like, I'm kind of... That's kind of exciting, in a way.
0: Especially with the movies. Or movie is it like a now. homeless camp? I mean, it could be a homeless, homeless camp.
1: Post. It could be a homeless camp. <laughs> Sonic's on Skid Row after all his cocaine. He's finally lost everything. Tails has left him. He's lost all his friends. He's got to make his way back to being the, the, the top chili dog speedster.
0: <laughs> that's but he's only running in his mind. That's right. He's only
1: running in his mind. He's plugged into the Sonic Matrix. That's what's going on. Uh, Splatoon three. I'm gonna be getting that. Like Splatoon three. I'm. I'm. I love that game. Starfield, of course. Bethesda. That's coming out November 11th. I'm excited about that. November. 11th. Yeah, I know. Maybe November 11th. <laughs> Maybe, I mean, I th- I didn't think we we're gonna get Starfield this quickly, but we'll see. Maybe they got maybe they got that influx of Xbox money, and Xbox is like, nah, you getting it out, and you know it's gonna That's be what on. She said, no, I agree with that, and it's gonna be on Games Pass day one. So it's why not, right? Uh, Stranger of Par- Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin. Uh, I've already got that pre ordered. It's a prequel to the original Final Fantasy from 1987 developed by Team Ninja. You had me with Final Fantasy origin prequel, and then you added Team Ninja into it. And it's an action RPG. Like, yes, I'm all aboard. I am all aboard. Uh, The Suicide Squad game coming out. uh, The new TMNT game coming out. The Shredder's Revenge, which just looks like it's... They they really took TMT and they like they they sat there and they're just like, hey yeah we're gonna go do what they did with Streets or H four. I'm all aboard for that and uh, Tiny is Wonderland. I've got that pre ordered and I think that's it for me.
0: All right. Well, your list is way longer than mine because Papa Powell from the Fed let us know that it's fucking a seven percent inflation. And apparently, my old ass car is worth more than it should be. So I don't know if I need a fucking. I don't know what to do. Uh, so I only have two games on my list. Fair. That'll probably be all I can fucking afford when I'm in the unemployment lines in the soup kitchen. Fair. Struggling, striving, keeping my head to the sky. Temporary layoffs. Good time. Nah. Um, let me stop, man. I don't know what the fuck I'm on. I love the day, that bro. theme song. Uh, look <laughs> right. Rocksteady though, uh, Suicide Squad, you already named. Force Spoken, uh, I like. I just want to see what the fuck that looks like after I finally got that Matrix game downloaded. And, th- and yeah, I don't think it's gonna be a comparison to that, but just to see what these machines can do. Um, Marvel's Midnight Suns, but it's like you know turn based games. You know I don't really fuck with. I feel like they make you read or something. And I don't want to do all of that <laughs> when I'm gaming. You know what I mean? Like I'm not here to right, read this. I would hope that's one of the first games that I'm gonna be excited about when it hits Game Pass. I think. Um, Fable, that'll never come out. I don't know. I just wanted to say that. Uh but the two games, seriously, of course, you already know Horizon Forbidden West. Yep. God of War Ragnarok in two thousand twenty two. That's really all I need. You know what I'm 100%. saying? Hundred percent. Um Elden Ring, I'm interested in, even though I probably that might be one I just want to see what it looks like because it'll be pretty and see if Sarah will want to run through it. Yeah, um, you know what I'm saying. I'll probably fuck with it, but the game I also I don't know if it's coming out in 2022. 22, I hope it does, but I wanted the Black Myth Wukong game, which yes. is also a Souls like game, but I'm hoping it's more like akin to a Jedi Fallen Order Souls like game because I feel like that might be you know you know I'm always looking for a Ninja Gaiden Garden type difficult game that I can get into and that's right up my alley. I'm also actually interested in seafood even though like like that seems like it might be something like a sleeper that I could get into. Um and Umara uh, Gotham Knights, if that actually comes out, of course. Um because you know, I'm into the Batmancy shit. But other than that, man, uh Tom Clancy's the division Heartland. That's another one. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, I, I forgot to in- mention that one. Yeah. Yeah, that that's definitely something that I'm interested in just because the style of it and the foreshadowing of the Tom Clancy games even in some especially that first one I think is a little underrated uh at least for me like I really yeah. I really did enjoy that co-op experience um but it does require like friends to play in order for it to be something that kind of faded off on the on the more recent ones but I mean other than that yeah I, I, that's why it's rough for me right now to compare this to 2018, that's probably one of the best gaming years of history. You know what I'm saying? It's no like major Grand Theft Auto or anything that's coming out. You know what I mean? Like they're coming out with Grand Theft Auto Five again. You know what I'm saying? So I'm also like I'm kind of excited to see what happens when Cyberpunk gets re-released in like Witcher and like the upgrade type of things. Uh, but I'm sure there'll be some sleepers and some secret, or not secrets, or some games that you listed already that I'll find more fun than I was anticipating like I have with Guardians of the Galaxy this year. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much, a, you know, a quick update on what I'm looking forward to in the year of our Lord 2022. The year
1: of the COVID expansion. That's where we're at. Yes. That's where we're at. Yeah, man, Any I'm looking forward
0: to it. Any other things you're looking forward to? Like, And since you went first on that, like I need to catch up on a few things. I got a shout out. Uh, oh, yeah with the inflation thing, shout out to homie Dennis, who put me on BTFD. Dennis is a superhero. Do you know what BTFD is? No, I don't. I didn't either. It's by the fucking dip. You know what I'm talking about? Okay, <laughs> okay, hey, okay. No, I'm just joking. No, I don't know, man. The weather, the, who knows? Crashing and burning. Crashing and burning. But I also, I wanted some shit that's out right now. Peacemaker I heard is hilarious, which shout out I heard to it was too. and the homie fucking John. Like, I feel like Their senses of humor will fuck with that too. They're not going to listen. That's okay, though. I I, I love y'all guys. Uh, The book of Boba Fett. I still never caught up on Hawkeye, and it already got spoiled to me that they got the best goddamn kingpin ever that was in, uh, you know, that blind hero Daredevils show, one of my favorites ever. So I got to catch up with that. Um, I already gave a shout out to the boy Ezra for uh, Spider Man. Catch up with that. Maybe we'll come back in, you know, really way too late. Talk about that. And I did see like a recent advert advertisement um, that I may not get into, but it might be something that I wanted to, that you might know about that I might fuck around and stumble across. And it's the uh, Raised by Wolves two Ridley Scott shit. I haven't um, I watched it up? yet. I need to.
1: I've heard it's Is amazing. Yeah. Oh
0: yeah. One more game. I almost forgot to bring up. I'm really excited about Rocksmith.
1: Are they coming back out with Rocksmith?
0: Yeah. It's pretty, like, look into Rocksmith, bro. Oh, I will. I have the twenty one. I'm actually excited about Rocksmith. I may pick that up. Yeah, like GameStop time and everything, I remember when Rocksmith first came out, and I thought I was going to learn how to play Black Hole Sun.
1: So, yeah. Yeah, dude. I'm kind of excited about that. Um, Other things this year, as far as movies, um, Screams Out, I can't wait to see that. Jackass Forever. I'm 100%. That'll be funny. February 4th, dude. I cannot wait for that. The Uncharted movie. I'm excited about February 11th, Tom Holland, Mark Wahlberg. I mean, it does look pretty fun. Um, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, they're calling it now, they're calling it Requels. It's remake sequels, where it's basically ignoring, it's coming out February 18th to Netflix, but they're ignoring every other Texas Chainsaw Massacre film after the original, and they're starting a sequel right from there. I don't know how I feel about the Batman (laughs) yet. I mean, it could be good. Um I'm excited about it. I'll definitely see it. Um, for sure. Morbius, come on. Morbius. That should be interesting. Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Like I'm that'll be su- funny. I'm super excited that Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, absolutely. That should be dope. The one that it's when we saw the Sherlock. The one that we saw the trailer for that gave me chills when we went to go see Spider Man, which is Top Gun Maverick. Hundred percent caught out my May twenty seventh, dude. Cocaine, baby. Uh, the Bob Burgers, the Bob's Burgers movies, movie. Hundred percent. I love Bob's Burgers. I love Bob's Burgers. Uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. Uh, nope. The new Jordan Peele flick, Black Adam. Dwayne Johnson, Mission okay. Impossible Seven, Spider Man: Across uh, the yep. Spider Verse Part One. The sequel to... That's going to be crazy. Yeah. The Spider-Verse. That's going to yeah. be amazing. Halloween Ends. Absolutely. Hocus Pocus 2. Finally. After years. Hocus Pocus 2. Uh, Love on Chess. The Flash movie. Um Black Panther. Wakanda Forever. Ryan Coogler's hopefully. back. Oh, hopefully that's good, man. Um Creed 3. I need to watch those Creed movies. I heard they're pretty good. Like I haven't seen any of them, but I heard they're they I heard they're really good.
0: Spoiler, Rocky has cancer. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> That's what I, I heard about that. Like speaking of that, for rent on Amazon Prime right now is a director's cut of Rocky Four. Where he basically yeah, and cancer sucks. Put, yes it does. Where apparently he reworked Rocky Four, so I rented it. Um I haven't watched it yet. Avatar two. Okay. <laughs> Avatar 2, so I mean, you know what? I mean, I love the first one, so hopefully they do the same thing, like Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, and the personal one for me that I can't wait Shout to, to see Bonet. is the the Whitney Houston biopic, I want to dance with somebody.
0: I love Whitney! Oh man, that's fucked up, man. Kevin oh. Costner. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, man. That's where we're that's at. what's up. So we oh, want yeah, oh yeah. Oh Somebody said something about Matrix Resurrection being more like a like a, a reunion special than a sequel. Kind of was, yeah. And I would agree with that. It was pretty meh, but it, I enjoyed it. Uh, but yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. We yeah, want to well. Of course, at the end of the, the Matrix
1: Resurrections, the the first question I asked or the first thing I said was, "Well, that wasn't necessary." <laughs> that was that was that was that would be my review just
0: summed up. That wasn't necessary.
1: I like the Can't wait first to you Watch Eternals.
0: I enjoy Eternals. We'll talk about Eternals. Eternals is dope to me. Bet. For free on 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 Disney Plus. Oh, Disney yeah. Plus? Um well we want to know what you think. What are your most
1: anticipated games or movies or books or cars if you're into cars in 2022? I don't know who's into cars like that. Um let us know though. Hit us up. Skip the tutorial podcast at gmail.com, facebook.com backslash skip the tutorial pod, twitter at stt underscore pod, instagram.com backslash skip the tutorial pod, or you can even leave us a voicemail at skip the tutorial where we will start incorporating those into the show. Um, I've got to figure out how to download them and rip them off the website though. Um, but I do want to start incorporating those. Um, other than that, before we sign off, Stay humble.
0: Of course, which reminds me Kendrick Lamar is coming out with the collaboration on a movie for South Park, I heard, which is dope. I yes. can't get off of here with the stay humble. That's where we get that from. And uh, you know, good night, Cambodia. Uh goodnight, North Korea, with your uh, hypersonic missiles, and mass psychosis.
1: Mass Psychosis for the win in 2022. That's 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 my bet for 2022. Mass psychosis. I'm gonna stay locked up, read my books. <laughs> Y'all enjoy that mass psychosis? I don't want none of that. I'm gonna worry, I'm gonna read my books and take my cocaine.
0: <laughs> you As don't do cocaine, no.
1: Ryan. I'm too worried about my heart. <laughs> Are you
0: kidding? So is everybody else. Myocarditis. <laughs> my I don't need fucking doctors. I know Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Whatever he says to take, I take. <laughs> he gave me some beaver milk. It was delicious.
0: How do you milk a beaver? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
1: uh, oh man. If if y'all caught that reference to milking a beaver, you are one of the few people who saw the, 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 rise and fall of, Oh, what's his name from this, from the Adam Sandler crew. Um, Deuce Bigelow, that dude, <laughs> Rob Schneider. You saw the rise and fall of Rob Schneider <laughs> in real time, in real time. We had to do a whole episode about Rob Schneider. <laughs> All right, y'all. Have a good night and stay up. <laughs> you can do it. You can do it. <laughs>